Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Pokemon Adventures podcast. Welcome to episode 32. I am your host, Sergio, and with me is my good buddy, Chas. Hello. <laughs> it's me. How are you doing today, Chas? Uh, you know, it's... I just got out of being sick. Oof. Only to get sick again. So, life is fun. <laughs> you know, just like... This is nothing like going out into the roof in pouring rain. <laughs> yeah, it's we're getting a lot of rain here in California, but uh finally. <laughs> I know we never this is literally gonna be the last little bit of rain that we get the rest of the year. Yeah, and then it's like watch, once the rain is gone, it's just gonna be like, Oh, we kinda wanted the rain back. <laughs> hot, Especially in the middle of summer. Hot scorching temperatures. It's mm-hmm. what we're gonna hit as soon as we hit March or April, watch. Yep. <laughs> but on that note, it's like we're not here for the weather report. We're here for Pokemon. Are we now? Unfortunately. <laughs> we're going to be doing lots of weather reports once we hit the Hoenn arc. Oh, God. <laughs> the Hoenn arc. The Hoenn arc. <laughs> Too much water. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get why that's always going to be the joke for Hoenn. Too much water. You, you, oh. Oh crap! Oh sorry. Uh, you know, you never seen the 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 IGN review for yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that, that was one, because that was of one that. Of the, huh? Yeah, that was one of the downsides. It's just like oh, too much water. I was just like, boy. Every adventure game has a lot of water. Every game. Every every game has water, but yes. this was just like oh, it's like no, it's like now you gotta cross the middle of the ocean from one piece of it. Any type of RPG game has water in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even racing games. It's like, at least this one has a benefit where you can actually dive down. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. You we can, can actually even dive in certain sections of the of the game. Explore the underwater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, then. Welcome back to our listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in with us. Thank you for downloading today's episode. We are going to continue with our Pokemon Adventure storyline, which we got a lot to cover today. We got a big chapter. But before we actually dive in, Chas, I, we have a little game going on today. Are you ready? Damn it, man. <laughs> Today's game is a little bit different from what we've done before. We've officially, with Pokemon, we're over a thousand Pokemon now. A game, a franchise that started with literally just 151 Pokemon, mm-hmm. we've already hit more than a 1,000. So, with so many Pokemon out there, it's almost impossible to remember which ones are which. Obviously, there's Pokemon like the Legendaries, the Starters, anybody that hears them or sees them, they're like, oh yeah, that's, that's a new Pokemon. But uh-huh. at the same time, there's a lot of very forgettable Pokemon. So, what I'm going to bring to you today... I'm going to read to you some fake mon descriptions and I'm going to read to you some real Pokemon descriptions and you're going to tell me if that's a real Pokemon or if it's fake. All right. Are you ready for this? Why not? (laughs) I'm already here. Okay. So first guy that we are going to hit is he's a little Pokemon from Sinnoh. Okay. His name is... Oh, let me read the Pokemon description first. To shelter itself from cold, wintry winds, mm-hmm. it covers itself with a cloak made of twigs and leaves. 
This Pokemon's name is Burmy. Is this a real Pokemon or not? All right, Burmy's a real one. Burmy's a real one? Yeah, because he's real ass. Freaking <laughs> Pokemon sucks. Doesn't do anything. You're 100% right. Yes, that's Burmy. Pointless. <laughs> Disgusting. I agree with you. He. Uh, you could set that th- that sucker on fire. And to top it off, I hate his animation in Pokemon Go. It's literally just in midair. Yeah, makes no sense. He's yeah. not even hanging from a tree. <laughs> All right, you got the first one correct. All Next right. one. This is a Pokemon from the Unova region. Okay. His this is his uh, Pokedex description. The speed of which electricity travels through this Pokemon's body is such. That static shock is unavoidable when it's handled. It's very social, and groups of of this Pokemon are easily reached through a couple of dozen. This Pokemon's name is Minilite, and this Pokemon is from the Unova region. Is this Pokemon real or not? It's fake. Fake. Are you sure about that? Yeah. 100% fake. You want to know why? Why? Too much effort. (laughs) <laughs> there was too much effort into that description. I I knew from the get go. Like you know what? Nope. This looks like hard work. That thought process was into this Pokemon. It's like it looks like there was some actual thought place into this. It's just like you know what? It's fake. You want to see a picture of Minelito? He's actual or a legit fake man. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. <laughs> you want to describe what he looks like? Looks like a. Imagine if the Jewish star were alive and green. To me, he Literally. actually looks like a little character that would appear in a Mario game. But it doesn't scream electric type to me. It screams more like a grass type almost. Like, it, it looks more like cotton. Mm, okay. All right. Next Pokemon. This Pokemon is from the Kalos region. His name is Skitroop. Individual Skitroop can fall prey to many Pokemon, such as Antlers. So, they form tight-knit groups that work together to survive in the wilderness. He is a bug and grass Pokemon. What was it called? Skitroop. Skitroop? Mm-hmm. That one might be real. Skitroop. Real or fake? I'm going to go with real. want to go with real? Yeah. Wrong. Damn. This is a fake one. And you want to give a description of what this fake one looks like? Skitroop. It looks like four little green cockroaches. <laughs> yeah, that's all it is. It's just, it's just like four little green cockroaches. Yeah, your basic bug-type Pokemon. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, next one. This is a Pokemon from the Galar region. His name is Thievol. And this is his Pokedex description. It secretly marks potential targets with a scent. By following the scent, it stalks its targets and steals from them when they least expect it. Is this a real or a fake Pokemon? What was it? Thievil. Thievil? Thievil. Then that was real. This one's real? Yeah. That is correct. This mm-hmm. is Thievil, the fox Pokemon. Yeah, there you go. What's that one? A dark type. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like they made that, that design a little boring. Yeah, he could have looked better. I don't. I don't like his face. <laughs> All right, next one. This is a Pokemon from the new Paldea region. This Pokemon's name is Dolive, 
and it is a grass-type Pokemon. And this is the description. Dolliv shares its tasty, fresh-scented oil with others. This species has coexisted with humans since times long gone. Is this a real or a fake Pokemon? I think that's the second evolution of Smoliv, isn't it? So is that your answer? Yeah. Yes, correct. Uh-huh. <laughs> Actually, he's a grass and normal type. I'm not a big fan of that Smoliv's evolution line. Really? I actually like it. Yeah, looks pretty boring so far. Maybe eventually it'll grow on to me, but not right now. <laughs> All right, we're going to do... At least it doesn't look like a stripper. <laughs> That's probably why you don't like it, huh? No, nah, it has nothing to do with that. <laughs> okay, next one. Disgusting. We're gonna, I'm going to give you two more Pokemon to go. So far, I think you've had most of them right. You've had one wrong? Yeah. Okay. All right, this is a Pokemon from another one from the Galar region. His name is, I'm terrible at pronouncing these, but his name is uh, Bidane or Bidon. And this is his description. Bidane just goes about its day-to-day business completely unaware of most things around it. However, because of its mundanity, it tends to blend in with its surrounding, escaping the gaze of most predators. Bidane is a normal type Pokemon. Is he real or fake? Ever thought modern video games should be more interesting? At the Gaming Blender, we take randomized genres, mechanics, and make a new game every episode. I've added permadeath. We have a survival game of a hardcore simulation, which could be House Flipper, and with the permadeath of XCOM. And that owl has to be an action adventure. Yes. Oh dear. Yes. And sometimes it doesn't quite work. And you you have a construction off over the course of the of the narrative. A construction off. The <laughs> way the way we can do this is that we ditch your idea entirely. Entirely. Check out the Gaming Blender on all your favorite podcast platforms now. You said Bidane? Yes. Mm, fake. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. That is fake. Bidane. <laughs> yeah, because I never heard of a Pokemon that just sits there. It doesn't Snorlax. <laughs> okay, we're going to do one last one. <clears throat> this is going to be another Pokemon from the Galar region. All right. <clears throat> it barely moves, but it's still alive. Hiding in its shell without food or water seems to have awakened its psychic powers. This Pokemon's name is Dottler, the Radome Pokemon, Radomi Pokemon, and he is a bug and psychic type. Real or fake? What was it, Dottler? Dottler. What does it do? It stays in its shell without food or water? Yes. Fake. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Wrong. Dottler is a real Pokemon. Oh. I like yeah. this guy. I actually used this guy in my first shield playthrough. Yeah, it looks like a I don't I don't see the psychic type part of it. Oh, <laughs> it looks like an electric type honestly. If you see, I if you see his animation in the games, you see the 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 black dots on him? Uh-huh. They glow. They start glowing whenever oh, okay. he attacks. And I believe he is, 
he is the middle type. So here it's an evolution of two stages. Mm. Starts off a uh, little worm, then he evolves into. So yeah, for those of you that don't know who Doddler is, he's basically a small yellow ladybug kind of looking Pokemon. Yeah, and he eventually, who does he evolve into? His evolution is actually pretty cool. Okay, so I think you ended up getting what two wrong and most of them correct. Yeah, nice. All right. Oh yeah, there he goes. His evolution is Orbeetle. Orbeetle. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that one looks more like a bug. Yeah, these. Uh, this is actually a pretty cool Pokemon. I, I like them. Bug Psychic. It's a pretty unique typing. We don't really get that often. No. You ready to get started on today's chapter, Chas? Yep. We got a pretty big chapter to cover. It's a fun chapter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You want to give a quick recap as to where we left off from last week's, well, two weeks ago? Oh, quick recap, recap, recap. Let's see. So, I think it was red and blue. They were fighting Koga in this one. I don't know if they were still fighting Lieutenant. No, it was just it was just me Koga, and he took out his Articuno to try to to try to freeze him. Yes. But uh, Blue had the foresight of, of sending out his Charizard from the blast that they that uh, that the Articuno made out earlier to send him outside, so he could so he could uh, start melting the ice from the outside. Uh, keeping them from freezing alive. And from there, uh, they made one final push and actually defeated him. So now they they both they both separated again. Uh, Blue went to go look for his grandpa and Red went to go... I forgot what he went to go do. Yeah, so at the very end of chapter 31, the last thing that we hear was they heard a girl screaming. So like Chas says... Blue ends up running to find him, Professor Oak, and Red finds goes to find Green, which if you remember the last time that we left off with Green, she was facing off against Sabrina, the psychic-type gym leader. So that is where this chapter begins. And the name of this chapter is called A Little Cadabra Will Do It, or Versus Cadabra. So let's get started. The very first, The very first thing that we see on this mm-hmm. page is right off the bat is Sabrina b- blasting green with her cadabra and we see green here shielding herself and little her little horsey getting blasted away as well mm-hmm. and because the, the last thing that we have seen between green versus sabrina is that green had had horsey use smoke screen and it had kind of look like green had the upper hand because she was trying to confuse sabrina but now what we see here that's exactly where, right where we pick off it's, uh, it starts off with Sabrina telling Green, a mm-hmm. Team Rocket leader is not to be taken lightly. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's what it says here. <laughs> and we just see Green and Horsey just getting blasted away. Mm-hmm. And then as we continue down the page, Sabrina continues telling Green, get it now? Green responds to her. She's like, how can you see? It's pitch dark. And then Sabrina goes on and tells Green. She tells her a little bit about herself. When I was little, the spoon I ate my strained peas with suddenly bent down, suddenly bent. From that day on, I have been a psychic warrior. And we get a little panel here showing Sabrina when she was younger, a little girl. She's sitting down. She's wearing a very long dress. And I don't know if you remember this, Chas, but she looks exactly how they depict her in the anime. Yeah, a little bit like it. Yeah. So, and then Green... Now Green is like, oh my God, 
not only is she a trainer of psychic type Pokemon, but she's a psychic in her own right. Mm. What were you going to say, Jess? Oh, I was going to say, it's like, you know what's funny? Mm. It's just like, Greenest question is just like how is I it's like how how is it that you're that you're able to attack me? Sabrina proceeds to go like you know what I see you're struggling so let me give you my backstory. <laughs> it's like let me give you my villain origin story. It's just like you know what when I was a little girl, it's like I used to bend spoons all the time because I saw the Matrix one too many times. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so we flip the page, we go, and then we get a really cool panel of Sabrina just going. <laughs> she's powering up here doing her own form of uh giving her own giving super saiyan vibes here her mm-hmm. hair starts floating it looks like she's floating bunch of psychic energy is filling the room sabrina's now laughing at green telling her a smoke screen is nothing to me understand what i cannot see with my eyes i see with my mind's eye and she just starts laughing maniacally sabrina immediately kind of the panel is showing that she kind of sh- she's throwing psychic beams. Well, actually, I think I think she's sending her Pokemon to do psychic. Yes, because she uh, so she's issuing a command. She's telling she's telling uh, the Kadabra is like psychic. So yes, Sabrina is telling Kadabra psychic. Green responds by saying "Horsey smoke screen," and then immediately Sabrina blocks it by telling Kadabra to do disable. And she's like, "What?" And it shows that Kadabra immediately paralyzes Green and Horsey. Mm-hmm. Now Green is stuck. She's like, no. It looks like she's being held up by, held up in the air again. Kind of how we saw one of the previous chapters by a psychic barrier or some sort of psychic bonds here. Want to go on with the next page, Chess? Yep. It's like Sabrina, teenage witch, proceeds to say, "Is like welcome to the big leagues." And then it's like, so uh, the the thing about psychic Pokemon is that you know how they all use spoons, right? And these spoons oh. kind of double up as weapons in in this manga. Yes. So, the Kadabra is holding the spoon up to to uh to Green's neck. <laughs> so imagine that spoon was actually a knife, and that's kind of what it looks like. But it's like since these guys don't use knives, they just use spoons. It just <laughs> looks kind of funny. Like she's just like the Kadabra's trying to feed her cereal. But anyways, just just it's like just remember that it's like if you ever see a spoon, just think of it as a knife or a yeah. sword, because it'll come in handy later on. <laughs> Judging by the way, yeah, this Kadabra is using it. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I've never seen a spoon be used in a threatening way like a, this Kadabra is planning to do. It's because you've never been to prison, Sergio. Yeah. <laughs> I'll cut you. <laughs> so yeah, now of course Green is still trying to get inside Sabrina's head because now. She starts making fun of her. She tells her, judging by your flyaway hair and tacky outfit, you aren't cute and stylish like me. And surprisingly, it works. Because yeah. <laughs> so, now, of course, she's got Sabrina all rattled up. Here in the, we get a small panel of Sabrina f- showing that her cheeks are flushed. Yep, she's jealous of this 10-year-olds. <laughs> and now Sabrina is literally telling her, she's like, oh, cheap shots, huh? Now... In these next few panels and in the next page, we're going to have to go into a small bit of an explanation here. So, mm-hmm. first we're going to describe here what what's going on in the Viz Media translation. So, right after Sabrina, right after Green tells this to Sabrina, Sabrina immediately orders her Kadabra, Kadabra, attack! Mm-hmm. 
and literally Kadabra slashes Sabrina, I mean, slashes Green. And in the first, at first it looks like Kadabra hits her with the spoon and kind of slaps her with it. Uh-huh. And we go on to the next page and it just shows Green kind of laughing like, gotcha, and immediately releases her Clefairy and Jigglypuff. Mm-hmm. So you're, it kind of just shows that, oh, you know, Green was just ready to release these Pokemon yeah. out of nowhere. Now, we have to make a pause here. Because now we're going to go to the first translation of this story. And we get a whole different picture. <laughs> this is what I mean. And this is what a, a lot of people mean. That the manga definitely takes it up a notch a little bit. It's mm-hmm. definitely on the edgier side. So It's creative. <laughs> we can call it that if you want. <laughs> yeah. Going back to the first description that I said, we go back to the original translation of this chapter. Green insults Sabrina. Green gets mad. She tells she tells her Kadabra, Kadabra slash. And we get the, the same panel of Kadabra just slashing away at Green. But the big difference is here is that Kadabra slashes through green's dress the front of green's dress and in the next panel green says fooled you and it literally shows that the front of her dress is ripped and where her breast should be we get two pokeballs mm-hmm. and that's where clefairy and jigglypuff comes from she took out her jigglypuff yes <laughs> so of course Viz Media had to censor that. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't think this was too appropriate for kids, I guess. Like, because remember, now, remember, these are 10-year-olds. Now, to specify, no body parts are actually being shown. It's just, of course, it's kind of meant to insinuate that where Green's breast should be, it's where the Pokeballs are. So, uh-huh. obviously, it's meant as a low-key but not-so-low-key joke. <laughs> So, yeah, that's what happens in the actual, tra- in the real official translation. Uh, first part of Green's uh, dress is ripped up. The Pokeballs are shown, and that's where Clefairy and Jigglypuff come out. And then Sabrina, we actually get her, like, completely surprised. She says, Pokeballs came from her chest? <laughs> but it's funny because the, the Viz Media translation... This media, right? Yeah. It's like, it's, it's like, I was like, oh, it's like, I lost my focus when she dissed me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm like, damn it, I got roasted. <laughs> oh my God. But yeah, that's pretty much the big difference here from the original translation to the Viz Media translation. So now we're going to continue on with this battle. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's like Clefairy and Jigglypuff come out and. And then uh, Green is like realizing that it's like you know what it's like I'm not gonna win this so I have to get I have to get it free of this hallucination, and she says like she basically orders Clefairy and Jigglypuff to sing, so now it's like we have we have these two Pokemon singing K-pop to <laughs> to Sabrina and yeah, Sabrina's just, just like ah no please. singing terrible pop music. <laughs> she says these city these uh these hideous sound waves prevent me from locating her. <laughs> Damn, it's like imagine when you it's like imagine when your mixtape's that bad. It's just like you know what? It's like I don't want to hear it. It's yeah. like you're, it's like you make the psychic lose it. 
Really, though, because we get Sabrina here literally holding, covering her ears like she's in pain listening to Jigglypuff and Clefairy sing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, damn, I was like, they do not have the mixtape. <laughs> and then, obviously, because you gotta, you gotta realize, due to Horsey's smokescreen, it's still dark. So, Sabrina was depending on her psychic power to locate where Green was. But now, this is what Sabrina says. This hideous sound wave prevents me from locating her because obviously now she can't concentrate. Yep. And I remember before that, they were also under hallucination. Yes. Which is, we got an idea. We can't, we get a hint from the previous chapters because remember, guys, the hallucination that Sabrina had put on green was that she was in a desolate field with a lot of birds and a huge tower. Mm-hmm. And we just get a small hint that for whatever reason, Green is has a slight, maybe slight fear of birds. So just keep that in mind for future chapters. That's what Sabrina was trying to freak and throw off Green's mind. Yep. So going to the next page. Now Sabrina's all freaked out. She's The panel here shows her that she's kind of dizzy, losing it. She can't see. She can't hear. She's covering her ears due to Clefairy and seeing using Sing. And now all of the hallucination goes away. Green now, she it looks like she has the upper hand. She It shows us that now instead of being from Desolate Field, they're now in the Sylph Company building, in one of the rooms. Mm-hmm. So now Green is just looking at Sabrina and she's like, and she tells her, she's like, I don't, well, she kind of, thinks to herself, I don't stand a chance against her psychic powers, and my Pokemon are totally outclassed. All I can do now is escape. Wait a minute. She goes right back to Sabrina and snatches Sabrina's badge, which is, uh, I believe, the Marsh badge. Mm-hmm. She takes it. She's like, it's mine now. And she's like, bye-bye. And she just walks off. And in her little dialogue bubble, it even has a little heart. Yeah. So she runs off to the next room. We go on to the next page. And now we cut back to Red and his Pikachu. Remember, guys, they're all fighting Team Rocket here within the Sylph Company building, which is obviously a throwback to the original Pokemon Red and Blue games when you fight the whole, all of Team Rocket's grunts inside of the building. And this is what Red says. She's like, man, this place, is it a maze or something? He's just running around through the building corridors and he's like suddenly i'm a lot farther up than i thought but still i see no sign of green and then he peeks into a room and something gets his attention he's like where am i what is this you want to go ahead and describe Charles what red finds in this room yeah so it looks like one of those uh i guess you could say it's like it's a circular tablet and it looks like one of those toys that, that i met for kids where it's like <laughs> It's like you, you pretty much place like the shape into the into the corresponding hole, but these uh these holes are all shaped like Pokemon badges. Looks pretty cool. Yeah, it's like and he mentions it too. It's like because he picks it up, he's just like, oh, it's like what is this? It's like it's pretty heavy too. And, but it's like right as he's picking it up, uh, we see some uh Team Rocket members uh passing through, and they said it's like they've not only defeated Surge but Koga too. And if that isn't bad enough, they've also set the building on fire. <laughs> That's crazy. So I totally even forgot about that. They're part of the building's already on fire because of Charizard. Yeah. <laughs> and they said, it's like, we got to find these brats fast. It's like, but we can't stray from the room without, we can't stray from the room with the Pokemon badge energy amplifier. So now we get a name to this uh, peculiar device. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, now we go back to the next page, and then obviously Red was overhearing these grunts talk. They didn't see Red at all. So Red thinks to himself, "Is like, huh? Pokemon badge energy amplifier? <laughs> That's a mouthful." <laughs> and he's and so Red is looking at the device. Like obviously this is it. And then Red hears a voice outside of the room that he's in. He's like, "What are you two doing?" And once again we see Sabrina. And then Sabrina asks the two team Rocket grunts. Did an ugly girl just run by? And the grunts respond, no, ma'am. Sabrina tells the grunts, you two are relieved of your duty. Go. And they run off and say, yes, Sabrina. Red is now hiding within the room that he found himself in. He's like, hey, that's, he's like, that's the one who attacked the research center. And he remembers when he was back at Palatown because this was, he saw a projection of Sabrina and Kadabra back then. We just see now Sabrina standing there crossing her arms. And now, Sabrina walks inside the room. Red is like, man, she's coming in. And then he's like, is she looking for this? And then we get another panel of the badge, Pokemon badge amplifier, <clears throat> energy amplifier. <laughs> mm -hmm. And Red is looking at it now. He he, he kind of gives a description of how the item looks. And he just says, these indentations, they're in the shape of Pokemon trainer badges. Do the badges fit in them? Is this the machine that Koga used? And then we get a really cool panel at the bottom of the page where uh, Red is looking at all the badges so far that he's attained. And he also we also get these small little bubbles of Red interacting with all the canceled gym leaders. We see Brock, we see Misty, we see Erica, <laughs> we see him uh, knocking down Surge. Mm -hmm. Oh, and then I forget, did Blaine give Red a badge? Because it shows that here. I guess he did. But I honestly forgot about that. Yeah, I really did. I, I don't... I totally... It went completely over my head. Yeah, I didn't, hadn't even realized that Red had obtained Blaine's badge. And of course, <laughs> the last one that we saw is... The last one that we saw is Koga's badge, which is the one that Blue gave him. Yeah. And then Red is thinking to him. So he's like, I've got six of the badges with me. And keep in mind, guys, also in this panel, we see all, all the badges that... We, that Red is talking about all of the cancel badges. So if you know what those look like, you know what we're talking about. The only one that we're missing two here. And then we go on to the next page. Red is saying to himself, "I need one more badge to fill it, fill all seven slots." So keep in mind, this device, the badge energy amplifier, only has seven slots, or well, at least seven slots that we see. It does not have eight slots for the full eight badges. So Red drops the device and now Sabrina immediately turns around. She's like, who's there? And Red immediately reacts and just ch chucks his chubby little Pikachu at her. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then Red says, well, the best defense is a good offense. In other words, Pikachu. And then <laughs> what happens, Charles? What does Pikachu do? Yeah, he, he goes in for the attack and then doesn't. And is now just cuddling with Sabrina. So it's like, obviously you think it's like, oh, it's like, crap, she just has this crazy psychic power now. It's like, you know what? She's probably manipulating this Pikachu. And then she says, like, oh, it's like, how cute Pikachu knows I'm not really an enemy. And then she says, like, oh, you found a device, I see. And then next thing you know, her face starts melting. <laughs> and Red is just, like, freaking out and just screaming. But now, it's like, now you see it's it's actually Green's face underneath. And that little melting part is actually the ditto. 
I love how she uses Ditto. That's yeah. so crazy, right? So yeah, so she basically literally had Ditto transform as Sabrina, and she was wearing Ditto as a mask. Uh-huh. <laughs> so this whole time, it was never Sabrina. It was actually Green, and she's actually wearing the Team Rocket uniform. I don't know how she got that. <laughs> well, she had to find something. Her dress was ripped. Oh, true. That's so true. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> so yeah, so... Green now, she's laughing, obviously, at Red, because Red was all freaking out. I was like, wait, wait, wait what's, what's going on? Going back to Pikachu, Pikachu, ki- Pikachu's animal instincts kick in. All I could think about is a dog that recognizes somebody's scent. Mm-hmm. It's obviously since they had encountered Green before, Pikachu recognized her. So Green tells Red, oh, come on. Surely you remember that I'm a master of disguise. At least Pikachu knew it was me. And again, we get another brilliant panel of Red just trying to put two and two together. and then we just see ditto landing on the floor and green tells him oh so you finally figure it out right and now finally we cut back to our second protagonist blue he's running down a basement we see a bunch of boxes blue's holding on to koga's little gold bat the gold bat that works also as a cell phone (laughs) or as a camera (laughs) and this is what blue says Basement level one. That's what the display said. We see Golbat. We get the little sweat on Golbat's forehead and it's showing showing us a view of all the boxes. And finally, we go on to the next page and Blue finally founds, finds his uh, grandpa, Professor Oak, all tied up. You want to head and describe this next few pages, uh, panels, Jess? Grandpapa. <laughs> Grandfather. I have come back. <laughs> <clears throat> Now, obviously, he's like, Professor Oak, he's just like, Blue's like, what the hell are you doing here? Yeah. I'm like, how'd you get in here? And then he says, like, forget about me. It's like, go help the people of the town. It's like, it's like, go help the people of the town first. It's like, below us in basement level two, there's a huge Pokemon training ground. It's like, all the people who were taken from the town are there. It's like, the people of Pallet Town have an innate empathy for the feelings of Pokemon. It's like, they were trying to use that power to, and then... It kind of flashes back to what happened to Professor Oak. Essentially, he was getting beat up by these, by the three uh, uh, gym leaders. The three gym leaders, the triad. What is what are they called? Yeah, the, the Rocket Team triad? Rocket Triad. <laughs> Team Rocket Triad. Man, he's getting to think of better names. <laughs> I was like, anyways, the Team Rocket Triad was beating up on an old man, saying, "It's like, oh, I'm hurt worse than I thought." They wanted me. They wanted me to replace a scientist who escaped from them. A scientist who was working. On a terrible experiment. So, I'm guessing right here they're talking about Blaine, right? Yes. I swear, these guys have no chill. They're either beating up 10-year-olds or they're beating up old men. Yeah. <laughs> like, guys, come on. Pick on pick on somebody your own your own age. <laughs> yep. So, Professor Oak is weakened. He even says, like, he starts coughing. He's staggering. Blue helps him up. Professor Oak tells him, he's like, I- I'm hurt worse than I thought. And... Blue is helping him up, and now he's taking him towards the stairs. We go on to the next page, and we cut back to Green. And Green is still talking to Red. He's like, hey, Red, take a gander at this. The Marsh badge. I just stole it from the psychic girl. Tee-hee. <laughs> it literally says that, guys. Tee-hee. You did not need to do that. <laughs> I'm trying to describe these pages as the best that i can (laughs) (laughs) we need to get we need to get a girl to do the girl voices (laughs) yeah 
So yeah, Red immediately looks at the badge and tries to take it away from Green. And she's like, he's like, give me that Green. <laughs> and then Green's like, give it to you for free? Please, you know me better than that. So Green gives Red a proposal. She tells him, I'll trade you because I'm such a sweetheart. You have a moonstone. I have this badge. How about we trade? Red is like, what? So Green tells him, come on. That moonstone. She's like, don't pretend you don't have it. I've got to have that stone in case I ever meet with Sabrina again. Obviously, she's planning to evolve one of her Pokemon. Mm -hmm. So Red is like, come on, Green. We don't have to haggle. If we join forces and fight together, Green cuts him off. She's like, wise up, Red. We came here for different reasons, but this trade will help both of us get what we want. Just trust me and do what I say. And we get a panel showing us the whole building of the of Sylph Company. Mm-hmm. We go on to the next page. Cut back. Red says, so like, looks like, trust you? Yeah. <laughs> you? Yeah, right? Green's just like, why not? Green doesn't exactly have ha- have the best track record. Yep, and then Red, Red, Red. Oh, my God, Red. <laughs> this man doesn't learn. Just like, understandable. Have a nice day. It's like, here you go. Let's trade. Then he says, I guess I can't complain. And she's over here just like, you know what? It's like, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. going to plan. Yeah. Then she says, like, hey, Red, to be fair, I should tell you, device is your secret weapon. When all seven badges are inserted, it, it generates an energy that amplifies a Pokemon's power big time. And he says, like, oh, thanks for the info. Then she's actually thinking, like, well... Actually, the truth is, is that it creates a new Pokemon. <laughs> it's like, and it, the only reason I collected all these badges and sneaked into this building was to get my hands on a new Pokemon. It's like typical green. Yeah. <laughs> and then finally, they both freeze in their tracks because they hear a voice from behind them, and somebody says behind them, "All the more reason to eliminate you," as if. I needed more of a reason. And we go on to the next page. And finally, Sabrina and her Kadabra have caught up to them. She's like, you little brats. Bad enough that you made a fool out of me. And then Green's like, uh, the uh, real Sabrina? Sabrina immediately yells. She's like, hand over that device. Red immediately responds like, Green, this is dangerous. Stay back. <laughs> Trying to be the gallant hero here as if Green can't take care of herself. <laughs> And then Red she immediately she points out... already bamboozled this man. Right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like three times now, I think. For real. Red immediately takes out the March badge and he says, Do you want this, huh? Well, I'll give it to you. Here goes number seven. And <laughs> so obviously because Red, with the new information that Green had told him, he had put all the badges inside this device, the energy amplifier. Mm-hmm. Immediately sends out his chubby little Pikachu. And you got to admit it. That panel of Pikachu is super cute. (laughs) He sends out Pikachu. Red immediately points the device with all the badges inside. And he's like, all right, Pikachu, here you go. And Pikachu is all powered up. He's even flexing with his arms, expecting something to happen. Mm -hmm. And now they're all just standing there. They're like, "Uh, why isn't this working? (laughs) Red is like, green, what's going on? Green is like, hand it over. Sabrina is just losing her patience. She's like, if you're not going to attack, I will. Psybeam. Yeah, so he's like, Kadabra, Psybeam. And they're now both red and green are running like, ah. Going to the next page, <laughs> green has a confession to make to red. She's like, sorry, red. She's Again. like, what? You actually thought that the badges that I returned to you back then were real? 
<laughs> this is like almost 10 chapters ago. <laughs> She's like, like I said, you should know me better. Th- she sh- you should know me better by now. Teehee. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. So Green runs off with the device. She's like, I'll leave the rest to you. Red is like, Green, come back. Now Red is pissed off again. Baby, come back. <laughs> Red is- <laughs> Again, tricked by green. <laughs> so now things immediately get serious. Red is like, why you little? Sabrina's like, you amateurs. It immediately says, come forth, Moltres. Boom. Whole room gets filled up with Moltres's fire. Mm-hmm. Kadabra, and she tells her Kadabra, Kadabra, bring forth Articuno and Zapdos. Now she's laughing. And then Red... Let me describe this to the best of my ability. Red is standing there with his little chubby Pikachu on the side in the middle of Zapdos, Articuno, and Moltres, all being commanded by Sabrina. He'll be fine. She'll be fine. (laughs) Go ahead, Chaz. Go on with the next page. All right. And Red is we good to Zap. After that little panel, we cut back to green. And she said, oh, this should be fine. I was like, nobody will catch up to me now. So she takes out the two fake badges uh, out of the out of the little machine, and she says, "Like okay, then it's like let's get rid of these fakes." Now, 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 all seven are together, and immediately this machine activates, and we see this little orb just popping up, saying, "Like oh," and then she says, "Like oh, it's working." At last, a new Pokemon is my, and just <laughs> flies off. The little orb that was right there is like it just flies off. She's like, "What?" It's like, "No, it's flying away," and. It flies back into where, back to where Red is, and gets gets a little beam from behind, and then it's like Red is just like was like what is that? And we see Sabrina. She's just like finally it's here, you fools, <laughs> you idiots, seriously You've been bamboozled. <laughs> seriously, Sabrina is literally having a, uh, you fools. This isn't even my final form moment. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, and then you you'll see later on. So, yes, the next page, we get a totally scene change. Mm -hmm. We cut back to Saffron City, and literally, we see all... all the Team Rocket grunts just running away from the the Sylph Company building. Because remember, guys, the building... Is on fire. Yep. So they're, all they're, the team they're, ro- ju- they're just following fire safety protocols. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Finally, some sort of logic here. Right. <laughs> so all the grunts are just running away, and they're like, "We get, we get, we cut to a few running, uh, and they're like, you 'You've got to be kidding me! Those are just kids, just kids.'" <laughs> and another guy responds, "He's like, the fire spreading from the main building. We have to get out of here." And then immediately they got they get bombarded with rocks, and somebody tells them, "My apologies, but you're not." going nowhere and immediately a huge onyx pops out of the rocks about to attack and it looks like he's almost he's basically tackles the team rocket grunts and somebody's ordering this onyx saying onyx tackle and then at the bottom of the page we see brock finally (laughs) look at brock acting like he's actually doing something well at least finally we see a good gym leader (laughs) yeah literally Uh uh-huh but he's not the only gym leader that came exactly right so it was like we cut back to it was like and Brock says, like, Brock here is like, Southern Gate is sealed. And we cut to Misty now. It's like, where she says, like, this is Misty. We got the Northern Gate. And now we cut to Erica saying, Western Gate secured too. My townsfolk from Celadon City have surrounded the Eastern Gate. 
It's like, see, it's like Erica's thinking is like, it's beautiful. Right. Because like, I like the fact that it's like, she's like, you know what? I got people, which means I got an army, which Mm -hmm. means go do as I say. (laughs) Honestly, all I could play in my mind, guys, is Avengers music here. (laughs) Because now we cut to the city to what's going on. And remember, guys, Team Rocket had basically taken siege of of all of Saffron City. All the Team Rocket members are trying to run away. And now, finally, the good gym leaders come into action. So, finally. Exactly. (laughs) They wait until the last second when a bunch of kids go to infiltrate this little ass city. (laughs) So yes, yeah. It was like so. We we cut we cut to the. I guess you could say it's like a like a sort of like semi map of the city, where where they're showing and it's like oh you know what Saffron City is surrounded. And it's like and our allies red and blue must have penetrated Silk Company's central headquarters by now. Erica is saying, it's like, our unknowing allies, I should say, it was like, we kept this plan secret from them to make sure that Team Rocket wouldn't discover it. This, this lying ass <laughs> lie, <laughs> liar. It's like, you swear they made up this plan. And why didn't they do it earlier? Man, I feel like they could have at least said something to Red. <laughs> like, yeah, hey. they're just like, oh, you know what? It's like, yeah, it's like, we made up this plan. It's like, this was, this was totally absolutely coordinated more importantly it's like bro come on red and red blue and green well more specifically red and blue were being tortured not too long ago yeah <laughs> where were you guys yeah it's like where were you it's like no no they they come after after most of the chaos already happened it's like after the self company building is already burning down to the ground and everything they're just like oh yeah it's like we're totally here to help <laughs> <laughs> it's like we're gonna take all the credit now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're they're like the people in the in the group in, in the group projects where they only come in last minute, but they take all the credit. Yep, that's it. <laughs> These guys. So, oh, actually, that is Jen. That's the end of the chapter. Yeah. So basically, it's like, you know what? It's like yeah, this is our plan. And it's like and we made all of this up. It's like not not totally last minute. Yeah. So the last person talking. At the end of this chapter is Erica, and she's looking at the Sylph Company building, and she says, good luck, Red. And the last panel is we see the little ball of energy that Green released from the badge energy amplifier, and mm-hmm. the energy is heading somewhere. And that is the end of today's chapter. If you want to find out what's going to happen with this ball of energy, make sure you look at or tune in with us for the, in the next two weeks. You don't want to miss out because... <laughs> This is going to get pretty intense. And this is something that, man, would be amazing to see if it got animated. Yep. One hit, Cerberus. And that's it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, man. What are your thoughts on this chapter, Chas? Well, this is actually one of the fun chapters. And, man, I hate those gym leaders now. <laughs> <laughs> the good ones? Yeah. It's like, they're not going to come over here and suddenly take all the credit for these guys. For real. <laughs> They're like, oh, it's like because like a whole town already got kidnapped, right? Pilot Town is already like, they've been kidnapped for a good while now. And suddenly they're just finally going, it's just like, oh, you know what? It's like, we've been planning this all along. It's like, but we're just going to suddenly do it when these kids are already risking their own lives. Yeah. Already took down the hard part. Yeah. So it's like, it's like let's send in the 10-year-olds first. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Man, I want to say though, my favorite part from this chapter is definitely the gym leaders coming in. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, like, okay, awesome. This, this is this is what I'm talking about here. The gym leaders who are basically the strongest trainers in each town and each city, actually doing something useful, going up against the bad guys. Because, mm -hmm. man, I, I always compare the manga to the anime because every now and then the anime produces villains. But the gym leaders literally almost never do anything. They just stay in their towns and that's it. That's it. And I know that a lot of people maybe hearing this are probably like, oh, well, what about the Kalos gym leaders? They barely started doing that. Like recently. They barely started doing six generations later. I'm yeah. over here like, bro, the manga was doing it since generation one, uh -huh. actually putting the gym leaders to good use. And in my opinion, let's be honest, the gym leaders are a lot more interesting in the manga, even even starting with the bad guys. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it shows them that uh, they got corrupted. They were bad guys. They were trying to, you know, come up in power. And then we also have the other half of gym leaders the, with more with um, with more morality. And they're like. We're not going to be like them, but we're going to defend. We're going to use our skills to fight against them. Mm -hmm. So I love this chapter and I love, I love the next chapter even more. So you guys definitely don't want to miss out. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Twitter. I'm not too active on Twitter, but if you look up for the Pokemon Adventures podcast, you'll be able to find the podcast Twitter there. Every now and then I post a lot of panels from the chapters that we're reading. So give us a follow if you can. I'm a lot more active on Instagram. Just search for us as the Pokemon story. And once again, guys, if you're enjoying this podcast, please give us a five-star review. Say something nice about us if you can. Share it with your <laughs> friends. <laughs> or don't. I have a lot of those. Oh, of course you would. Of course you do. <laughs> yeah, like I said, share this podcast with your friends. We got to get this manga a lot more attention. It deserves a lot more attention. The storyline, the characters in these stories. Way better than the anime. Way better than the anime. 110%. <laughs> yeah, and it's like the anime, the anime barely got rid of the, the cheap character. Yeah. <laughs> they barely got rid of Ash. Oh yeah, I hope they do better with the next anime, but they're not. I'm not. I don't wait, have one. One can always hope. One can always hope. My expectations are not too high. But... My expectations are zero. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, guys, uh, tune in with us in the next two weeks. Team Rocket is getting their, well, more specifically, red, blue, and green are have been getting their ass beat, and that ass beating is going to continue in the next two weeks. So you don't want to miss out. And if you have not started reading the manga. What are you waiting for? Get your hands on one of these copies. Support the official release. And let's, let's give this manga a lot more attention. And until next episode. chickens.